0: Alright, let's get this over with. Happy Halloween. No, more months early, but trying a Snickers peanut brownie. Must suck to be allergic to peanuts. All the things you miss out on. Can't have the peanuts in the Chinese food. That sounded like penis, didn't it, while I was eating? Peanut butter? Jesus Christ. Maybe I am allergic. No trash cans, but we'll pretend. Um fan's chewing. So this is gonna be the third and final episode that's solo. Um for season three. Got the last episode locked up, but figured I had an idea to do some end of the season awards, but I didn't do it for season one, so we're gonna rope them in for two. But we'll talk about a few things as well. Got to get some content out there, don't I? Um, we'll start with this. Um, a few updates. Twitter. I think we're going to do that every time. Twitter has... Uh, we've officially moved to very attractive women. Uh, very attractive women. I would say 70% of the time. It's kind of cool. Um, Twitter's turning into a... Uh, it's not videos. Although there was one time where it was just a guy. I think I told it last time. It was just absolutely going to town on someone but it's very attractive women or people with the uh the most outrageous features i mean like tits the size of watermelons or um ass cheeks that blend into thighs that blend to the back you look like a pair like a legit pair um so it's either the extremes or i'm like holy fuck um we'll get off that before i get too excited um I figured, uh, oh yeah, my athletes got the jackets, they like them, uh, they could be being very nice to me, but I think they like them, I mean, Jake FaceTimed me, which is great, I did ask him to call me, no he didn't FaceTime, he called me, and Joey sent me a picture of himself, which, a little weird getting a self- mirror selfie from a 19 year old boy, um, take that out of context, but um, yeah, no, they they look great, um, obviously I mentioned last episode the problems with them, they're a little too big here, but you know what, um, not everything's gonna be perfect the first time you do it, so uh, that's it. Also, what do we think of the new camera angle for the solo episodes? Uh, trying something else new. I didn't wanna go get the chair from upstairs, so um, this wasn't a creative choice, this was a lazy choice, I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, I gotta stop saying um in between each thought. In terms of solo episodes, I think I'm gonna do a solo series as well, so I'm start putting out two episodes a week. Uh, starting at season three might take a break in between season two and season three but starting with season three we will have michael's mondays on tuesdays so i will film monday and they'll be out tuesday so that makes sense now and then we'll continue with season three and hopefully i can get some bigger guests um, or people who are really doing some things and chasing dreams and blah 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 i have the question all lined up uh for season three it's actually multiple questions. I just have to narrow it down to from like 40 to a solid 15 to 20, and like it's like rapid fire. We're basically going to see what each guest's ideal mate or person is. Uh, so that'll be fun. You'll see all the questions when they come in a few weeks. And then, um, yeah, that's it for updates. So a new show coming out. We have the new question. Athletes got their jackets. I'm looking into... Uh, t-shirts still, the guy who I'm trying to hire to design the back of the t-shirt has not replied to me in two weeks, and so that's getting annoying, might need to find a new person, and then, yeah, solo show, we're good to go, um, let's see, what have I done the past weekend, last two weekends, went up to Minnesota, drove four and a half, longest I've ever driven for a tea time in my entire life. Had initial plans to go up there. I thought. Um, I don't want to get too ahead of myself, and then those fell through. So I decided, hey, papers, let's hang out all weekend. Golf, golf, the best rounds of my life. This bug needs to die. Um, and then I come home and I golf with my dad like three times since. And I don't know if my dad's called it his superpower, but I got the yips, I got the rights, I got the shanks, I got the whatever you want to call them. But every time I hit anything, pitching wedge, 56, 60, whatever, it sucks. I'm afraid to swing the fucking club now. Then I go to the driving range and everything's beautiful Uh, today. But that just means when I go and I have the confidence and I'll go into the round, the first time I have to hit a a wedge shot 80 yards and under, it'll go 100 yards to the fucking right. Golf is no longer fun right now. I don't know why I ever fucking picked it up. I mean, it is the game of life. Dogs. Um, Yeah, people gotta think I'm nuts doing this, but uh, golf is—it's fucking ridiculous. Like, what is the fucking point? I I, when you when you're playing poorly, even when you're when you're playing great, you're numb to the fact that you'll never play perfect. But when you're playing poorly, you're playing—you're golfing so fucking bad. You're sitting in the cart after you shanked your ninth shot in a row. Your, your friends being nice, like, I'll put you down for an 8 in reality. You got a fucking 14. And you're like, I will never perfect this game. The pros say they're always chasing perfection. And they are professionals. And you're like, why the fuck am I playing this? This is going to disappoint me. Like, even my best round is probably some of people's worst. I mean, they're, it's fucking brutal. It's just one of those things where you look at it and you're like, why am I here? Which is a morbid way to look at it because when I just compared it to life, in golf is game of life, you get, what is what is the quote? You get good breaks off bad lies and bad breaks off of good lies and stuff like that. And it's true. Um, you get lucky every once in a while. But holy fuck has it been brutal. I mean, I think I was on the, the 12th hole and I looked at my dad yesterday. I go, I want to go home. I don't want to do something. And he just laughed. I'm like, I right now the only way that would make me feel better is if like I either threw my clubs in the water or you snapped all yours and just had a blow-up hole as well, or like three in a row because you are kicking my ass. It was one of those rounds where you're they like, do you want to add this up? I go, I already ripped it up. I don't want to look at the scorecard. There was a hole where we just didn't even score it. It was so fucking bad. But yeah, then you have that one shot at the end. I'm like, holy shit, that went straight, or I parred the last hole, and you're like, fuck me, I'm coming back. Oh, well. Um, but yeah, golf was fun in Minnesota. That's all we did. Drove four and a half hours. Had to pee the whole time. Is anyone else do the thing where you're like, all right, I have to pee or I'm hungry or I'm thirsty and I'll road trip. And you're like, you know what? I want to get a little farther before I stop for some reason. Like it, it's going to take, unless you don't ever stop, it's going to take, you're going to stop at some point, And it's going to take the same amount of time. Just like when you feel it, go. And I was thinking, I'm like, okay, I'm halfway through, and I have to pee. Less than halfway through, and I have to pee. And I'm like, all right, just get to halfway through, pee. I'm like, all right, you're good to go. Finish the rest of it out. Grab a water. You're fine. And all of a sudden, I I don't know if I I called someone. I am listening to a podcast or something. Actually, I did it. Psycho move. I listened to music the entire four and a half hour drive. No podcast, no nothing. I'm doing fucking T-Rex arms right now. Um cycle and I just drove all the way through and so halfway mark I'm like I don't know if I have to go that bad do uh and I look at the mile marker and I said you have a hundred more miles left and or till the next exit so I'm like okay let's let's get to 75 then you can stop and I'm like okay ah, fuck let's get to 50 got to a point I'm like all right there's 75 miles left unless less and then I'm thinking and I have to pee so bad so I'm like all right no need to pull over now and get off and drive a mile to the right or the left and find a gas station. You're so close. You know what you should do? Just pull over on the freeway, climb to the passenger seat, open the door, squat down and pee. And so that was my thought. I'm like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to wait till like I'm kind of in an area where there's no cars around me. And then I just didn't do it. I'm like, fuck it. Nope. Don't do it. Don't do it. You've never done this before. Why would you do this now? And then I just was in Minnesota. I get there, and I'm like, I call paper, I ring his doorbell, garage is open, front door is open, I'm like, I ring the doorbell, no one's answering, it's one of those P's where, you're in college, taking a bus ride to an event, for us, it was, uh, we go to brewery games, and so it's an hour and a half bus ride from Madison to Milwaukee-ish, two hours, but it takes longer for the bus to get into the section, and then like dock off, and talk off, like we're on a fucking boat, park. And then you have to like basically run to the port potty unless you park next to it. It's usually a, I don't know, a decent walk to the port potty But you ever pee so bad in those events. Like you're on the bus and you're like, okay, I want to drink the whole time, but I know I'm going to have to piss. And you're never cautious. You're drunk. You drink. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Okay. I have to pee. And then you hit traffic. And then the pee gets so bad, but you're still drinking because you're fucking stupid and you're like, all of a sudden, it's like their bladder's filling up, up, and it gets tighter and tighter. And I'm like, I think I'm getting pregnant. Like, that's how big my stomach's getting. And then it gets so bad that when you stand up, you can't stand all the way up because you think if you extend your body all the way, you'll piss yourself. That's how fucking bad it was. So I'm leaning over at Pape's door. I'm like, dude, where are you? Call him. He goes, oh, I'm walking the new puppy. I'm like, can I go inside and pee? I was able to pee. I can't. Look. But yeah, that was, I mean, that was a pretty dumb story, but that's, I haven't done a whole lot the last two weeks, trying to save some money, um, although I did spend a decent months at birthday party last weekend, so, Brewer game and the Badger game. Speaking of the Badgers, the Badgers are fucking dead. Um, no offense, but Graham Mertz, you are not the answer. Uh, I thought you were after the first game last year when you were like, what, 20 for 20, 21 for 21? However, I did say then, I'm like, you're only making these short, dinky throws, nothing downfield holy fuck i mean did we score an offensive touchdown last weekend it's that game and penn state have been or were so fucking hard to watch it's one of those things where like it doesn't seem like either of those teams are like that good because we kept up with them for a little while for like the first half of each game i think at the start of the third game uh, one of the stats was the Badgers haven't let up an offensive or a point in the first half. And I'm like, okay, if we can hold them I don't know if our defense is just that fucking good or the teams we're playing aren't that good and we are just ass cheeks. But it, it's tough. And I, I hate to rip on the Badgers being like going to school there, but good Lord, it is tough to watch. Like I feel for, I mean, we were down what? I think seven with 6 minutes left, 8 minutes left. and all of a sudden we, it was like 41 to 13 or something. I don't like I'm not going to look up the score now, but it was a lot to a little at the end. I'm like, "Oh, we didn't lose by that much. We lost by double digits, but not like 20 some." I mean, it was like at it was one of those games where you kind of like, "Alright, we lost." After like, the last possession, I'm like, "They're just going to we're going to run it down, blah blah blah." And we got the ball back two more times. I swear it was it, two-pick sixes, a fumble. It was it was Gross. It was hard to rush. Thank God I'll be able to go to the brewery game that night. Oh, Which, I hate to admit this, but I got pretty ooh, pretty wasted-ish that night. That Here's the problem with brewery games. I'm so used to just tailgating, and the tailgate's so fun that that's what I remember of the brewery game, but we didn't tailgate it. Our tailgate was watching the Badger game, then going to get tacos, then drinking at an apartment, and then which was all good and fun, but we got, we just walked straight into the game, and I swear the only thing I really remember is getting around a drink, and I didn't black out, because we went back afterwards, and we played fucking, I think it was Quiplash, which was hysterical with a group of guys, Um, but you just sit there, and you're like, oh god, this is, and because it's so slow, and I, I like baseball, not compared to football, or let's say lacrosse, but you're just, it's so slow, and you're like, oh, fuck me, and I think I just sunk into a zone, and zoned out, I just, Heilman brought sunflower seeds, and I think I just gnawed on sunflower seeds in my drink for seven of the nine innings, I think we saw, yeah, I think we were there till the seventh inning, we're finally, we're just like, fuck it, we're gone, which I don't think I've ever been more, I was like, fine, I don't need to sit here anymore, um. But yeah, that's that's it. I have not done a whole lot the last two weeks. Stand up, fine. Um, I'm really hoping the kids, the college kids, start coming to the open mic. I've been able to get to during the weeks uh, again because as much fun as it as fun as it is performing for just comics, because um, then you can kind of just fuck around a bit. Uh, it'd be nice to have a little more of an audience than just me speaking into a camera and hoping someone on TikTok or Instagram fucking watches this. Um, although you guys have been doing pretty good. That's nice. Thank you. Um, speaking of TikTok, uh, this might be a short episode. A very short episode. But speaking of TikTok, I, uh, I've been scrolling more. And I found, I'm starting to find, there are some, I have to admit, <clears throat> there are some people on here that are actually really funny or really creative. Or I just like, I get oddly obsessed with their content. And there was one last night, and oh my god, I was oddly mesmerized by this guy. It's like the equivalent of your dad or grandpa making a TikTok with something he does every day, and somehow he's got hundreds of thousands of followers. And I noticed a trend, it's a lot like a different guy, um, but I, I gotta pull it up. This guy goes from old... Timey, and there's two of them who do this. Um, there's a one young guy who goes for, just finds like old recipes from like eighteen early nineteen hundreds, eight late eighteen hundred, early nineteen hundreds stuff like that, or like mid 1900s and makes recipes where it's like uh like rice cracker cookies or something like that. And I thought that was it. I'm like, all right, I wonder what these are gonna taste like. And some of them, like the cooking techniques, are fucking ridiculous. And but those are recipes all over the place. This new guy, I gotta pull TikTok up which might be uh, tough to load in here. But all he does is your dad takes one slice of white bread, cuts it in triangles, and then makes a sandwich from like an old cookbook. And these sandwiches are fucking gross. Every one of them, he goes, "Mm, not that bad. And then he has to up it a bit. And half the time the up it is like lettuce and tomato or pickle or stuff like that. But it's fucking, I was so mesmerized. I'm like, I don't know if I was hungry at midnight, but this guy just takes one slice of white bread, butters both sides, and goes, today we're making from Aunt Marie's cookbook in 1901, the uh, signature sandwich. I watched that one today, right before I got into the shower. It was, uh, the signature sandwich was, it was basically homemade mayo, boiled chicken, And then turn that, like, basically put that into a, like, a chicken salad. the white bread, one slice of triangle white bread. Then a piece of brown bread in the middle. And then, like, sprouts or something on top. And then white bread again. Every piece, each side, buttered. And he goes, not that bad. Half of us now, I swear to God, would gag and throw up at any of these sandwiches. But everyone was like, I like it. Um... I got to find him. It's just, no, this other guy that I found. Oh, Sandwiches of History. Go look him up. It's, he's a great guy. It's, I mean, it, it, honestly, the equivalent of like, if your next door neighbor lived alone, I f- feel bad. I'm not making fun of this guy. But, um, but it's just it, it, equivalent of like, oh, uh, empty nester, looking for something to do, like sandwiches, make sandwiches from cookbooks that his parents gave him. It's fucking awesome. And if you ever, I might take, or, uh, I'll clip this, but sandwiches of history, guy. If you're looking for a combo, and I cannot take credit for this. My buddy showed me this, and his stepdad showed him, showed him. but grilled cheese with jelly on top. And my friends who do listen to this will know I've suggested to almost all of them we have made grilled cheeses or something like that. But it's fucking delicious. It took me forever. Because I, I, I love a good sandwich. And grilled cheese, I think, is up there in the top five sandwiches. And I'm not a tomato soup fan, but for some reason, it it blends well. I'm like, you can't, f- don't fuck with the grilled cheese. You don't fuck with the peanut butter and jelly. You don't fuck with the grilled cheese, okay? It's simple. Bang, bang, boom, we're done. And like, no, you have to put jelly on it. And I put jelly on it. Boy, did I put jelly on it. It was fucking delicious. I mean, it was so fucking good. So if you're going to try a sandwich, it's not from an old-timey cookbook. Sandwiches of history. Here's a little piece of history. This is going to come out tomorrow. You can make it the next day. Um, so I guess it is history, but it's fucking good. And Think of it like, you're like, why, why would that taste good? People can't, always say like wine and cheese, wine and cheese. That's all it is. Think of it like white trash, wine and cheese. I mean, not even white trash wine and and cheese, because white trash, I feel like, I think it's like trailer park meth head wine and cheese. I mean, it's white bread, cheese, and jelly. Everyone has those ingredients, whether they're tucked under the refrigerator, in the couch cushions, or left out on the counter. Everyone has those ingredients somewhere, somehow in their apartment. Shut up, computer. I thought I muted you. So that's, that's my piece to you, Sandwiches of History guy. I'd love to have you on here. I think you would be fun to talk to. I'd love to know. I couldn't get through all of them. I think I watched probably 30. I watched you make 30 single-sliced sandwiches last night. It was a new low for me at midnight. I could have just went to bed. I was like, nope, I'm going to watch this guy make food. And I love cooking videos. Um, there are a lot of good people making cooking videos now. I don't think I'm not skilled enough to... I think, justify me putting out a cooking video for as much as I do like to cook. And I think one day having a cooking show would be fun. But, oh, fuck. Um, But there are some people putting out good ones now. And I have a problem with cooking videos and just people putting out recipes in general. Why do people think, and it's usually people who put them in word form on the internet, so like blogs, food bloggers, I mean, shut the fuck up, just give us the recipe, when I google chow mein recipe, I want to know how to make the sauce, so give me the ingredients, and if I need to heat anything up or not, okay, and then what vegetables are going in it, or if I want to make fried chicken, what temperature is the oil, I don't need to know your backstory, why you're making it, why it's your husband's favorite Sunday food in fall when his football team is losing at halftime. Just, it's, you. I mean, every one of us has gone, pick your favorite recipe. I challenge you to this. Pick your favorite recipe, Google it, just chicken parm recipe or anything that has some cooking to it, all right? Google it. Ignore the top, like, four videos that it comes with um, if you're doing it on a desktop and just click on someone's food blog, I would guarantee you 95% of them, all have you have to do more than five scrolls. I would say 80% of them have an ad, or two somewhere in the middle that you have to X out, until you're way, 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 way at the bottom, and then it's like, just add these three ingredients to a bowl, mix it up, and then fry at 350. I didn't need the nine pages of scrolling... Janice before I got to how to make chicken parmesan um but that's that yeah, that's that's my one uh problem with cooking stuff right now or people I don't know it, it people I mean I can't speak for myself I'm talking to a camera in my garage thinking people want to listen to me but I think people are uh oversharing something I'm like good god just get to the fucking point um but speaking of people who are do, I think are doing cooking videos right right now. Uh, I'm gonna butcher his name, uh, Nick uh, Digiovanni. I don't know how to say. It. I mean, I didn't butcher Nick. If I did, that sucks. Um, but his last name, he uh, he's younger. I might maybe just because I relate to him being younger. But his videos are quick. They're what I want. I mean, it's quicker to watch one of his cooking videos. Him actually cooking the fucking food than reading some of these people's blogs or scrolling to the bottom to get to them. I mean, he's got, I wanted to make homemade butter. I had this idea, I've said it on here million times, to sell butter, which is a very weird thing to sell. But I have this idea to sell butter, and I was like, how do you make homemade butter? And it's a very simple process. Very simple process if you have the right machine. 11 second video. Maybe 30, maybe 30 i'm like boom if i googled how to make homemade butter some lady would give me the backstory of how their grandpappy inherited a farm from his grandpappy and then pass it on to her daddy who then passed it on to her and then she milked the cow and it you get my point but quick easy to the point. There are very few people who can do long-form cooking videos, and you have to have the right personality. And there has to either be um, like, a dynamic between more than one person or some comedy to it. Um, the first one being Sam the Cooking Guy. Fucking phenomenal. I mean, I think he single-handedly has taught me how to cook a lot of things, um, especially during the pandemic. Um, between his videos and Nick's and the golden balance, that guy's pretty good. He seems like a guy that just like start i again don't want to offend anyone but actually fuck it Uh, he seems like the guy that just like you know what i'm gonna make cooking videos because i like how to cook i like cooking and then it just worked out for him and it's good for you man that's fucking awesome um but and who's who's uh, yeah gordon ramsey videos sam the cooking guy nick and yeah golden Pounds. but like or uh, sam the cooking guy i am all over the place right now sam the cooking guy uh his are long and they're anywhere between 10, 12, and 30 minutes. And you can skip through some of them and they do fast forward. Like, you don't watch him cut every fucking vegetable and stuff like that. But he's a dynamic with this kid who's filming and this other kid who's with him. It's, it's a great fucking time. And if you really want to learn how to cook um, basic things, like, and I'm not talking like you're cooking duck liver or. Um, you know, like prime rib or slow roasting this, or something that. Because half of us don't have fucking smokers. Like, I mean, I have one. Um, but I guess I'm the fun half. And it's just basic things like, hey, uh, you know the craze Popeye's chicken sandwich versus all these other places? We're going to make the chicken sandwich. We'll show you how to do it real quick, the shit you have at home. And it looks fucking delicious. I've made half the stuff. It's fucking good. My parents, the first time I started doing them, they're like, holy shit, where would you learn how to cook? I'm like, YouTube like these aren't my recipes. Um, A lot of them now are, Um, but that's, I mean, I think that if anyone's looking to learn how to cook from someone who is learning how to cook, go watch a YouTube video, try and recreate theirs, and then if you like it enough, try and do it again by yourself, and then alter it. And then, to be honest, when you do it by yourself, you're just gonna, you're you're gonna alter it no matter what, because I guarantee you, unless you have like a Uh, photographic memory it's not gonna be fucking perfect so you're like oh this is it and then sooner or later you just do it a bunch of times like I know the uh the ins and outs the basics the the measurements stuff like that because let's be honest there is no perfect way to do half this stuff this is their rendition of it um so make your rendition of it I think that'd be fucking awesome um I have fun with it I love fucking cooking as I've just gone on about 12 minutes of it and I thought I was gonna be done in the next 12 minutes um, so yeah, sandwich is a history guy, hit me up, I think it'd be fun, um, they so, I love how that's what I'm shooting for right now, um, where else am I, oh yeah, okay, today, this is, this is a very recent event, um, I think Apple needs to fix their fucking find my app, the phone, great, um, but the one that's pissing me off is the AirPods, it's a lot easier, I think, to recognize if you lost your phone or your watch. I mean it falls off your fucking wrist. Your phone now is so fucking big. I mean it's bigger than this microphone. And but the the airpods so I've, I've misplaced my I I've, I've misplaced a lot of things and these airpods, it's like all right, find my airpods and I'm like thinking, okay, they're in their case. They should have like the tracking thing that all of us, all these things do. But no, it, the only time it knows where your shit is is if your case is open or the AirPods are in use. I know where they fucking are, Apple, when they're in use. They're in my goddamn ears, okay? Also, the make-a-noise thing, the purpose of headphones are so no one else can hear the shit that's co- like, going into your ears. If your solution to finding an, one earpod is send a noise out of it no one's gonna fucking hear it if it's underneath my couch no one can hear it when it's in my ears at full blast but you're a little ding, little ding, ding. that's coming out of that and it's underneath my couch or in my car fuck you and if both the airpods are in the case and you can't track where it is right now that's bogus i i literally i got home today and I'm like, okay, I'm going to go driving range. I'm going to hit a few golf balls before I do this. Sweat it out. Feel good before I sweat in this fucking garage. It's oddly warm again. I don't know why. I thought fall was here. It's now, it feels like 80 degrees in here. But I'm like, oh, fuck, I can't find it. Love having music when I hit some golf balls and I'm trying to fix that fucking slice I got going on right now. Um, or the yips, as I called them earlier. And... It, I, I looked up, find, I'm like, can't find them. I'm like, all right, where are they? I'm like, are right, they in my car? They're not. Find my iPhone, and it says, they're on Greenfield Avenue. I'm like, the middle of the fucking street? I go, did I, like when I got out of my car or something like that, um, fall out of my pocket? Or, I mean, like, what's going on? And I'm like, okay, this is weird. I drove 20 minutes to go check where I'd parked. I'm like, they're not here. Also, it wasn't even where I parked. It was, like, a block over from where I parked. So, nice job. And it was apparently because while I was driving, I had, like, one hand in my pocket, and I flipped it open and then closed it again. And so that was the last time they registered as being used. So, like, this is where we'll say they are in case you lose them and never open them again. It's real dumb. It's real, real fucking dumb. Um, so, I think I have to... Is there anything, like, is there, like, a no because you can't attach like tiles or anything to that there's no like keychain thing for i would have to get a case that has the keychain thing that wouldn't be a bad idea but that's just more shit i gotta buy apple you sneaky little bitch you just want me to buy more of your shit by the way we're looking at tiles um for my grandpa because uh and by the way we're not putting the tiles on my grandpa's phone we're putting the tiles on my grandpa um he the two times ago when he visited no this will be fun So, yeah, we are putting tiles not on his phone, but we are putting them in his pockets or in his wallet so we don't lose my grandpa again. Last two times he was here, um, or two times ago, we sent him home. And he's getting older, and we're like, oh, you got to leave before dark. And so he drives away, and we're like, okay, give us a one ringer. That's my mom and my grandma saying, like, whenever you get home, one ringer, I know you're home safe. And so my mom does it with my grandpa now. All of a sudden, it's like it takes an hour and a half hour to get there. No one ringer. I was like, I haven't heard anything from him. I'm like, mom, he's old, okay? He he just started doing this one ringer bullshit. He probably forgot. You give him a call, okay? Doesn't answer. My mom's getting worried. And my mom freaks out quickly, which is fine. I mean, it's grandpa. Another hour passed. Like, I'm gonna go get him. I'm like, call him one more time. And we call him. It's been three hours at this point, okay? And my mom's like, Where are you? You're supposed to give me a one ringer. And he goes. I couldn't find the freeway. The freeway is one right and a left outside of my house, okay? One right and a left. You go a quarter of a mile. You're on the freeway. You take one right, and you're at his house when you get off, basically, okay? He got lost in that quarter of a mile for three hours. We found him the opposite direction, six miles, and we're like, why the fuck didn't you call? She goes, I was so fucking frustrated. So now we're putting tiles in his pocket so we know where he is at all times. And my mom doesn't have to drive to Janesville to go get him. Um, Also probably shouldn't have told you where he lives. Please don't go and harass my grandpa. He'd probably kill you if you come on his property. He wears cowboy hats for real. (laughs) Um, So yeah, uh, Apple fix your, uh, your find my AirPods feature. I'm getting real fucking annoyed with it. Okay, I don't have much left. I wrote Halloween down like I'm going to fucking talk about Halloween. It's a month away, isn't it? Yeah, it is a month away. Although I probably... At what point should you start getting your Halloween costumes? Because I, last year, tried getting my Halloween costume on the way down to the party we were going to. There's not a lot of options left. You're either wearing like a youth Ninja Turtles costume, which like once you put it on, you're cutting it off. Or... You gotta go to like the girls' section because there's way more shit for you guys than there is for guys. Um, I mean, there are very few. And also, when you're an adult, how many of you are, and you're going to like a, at least in your mid 20s, we're definitely not adults, and you're going to like a, a college or, uh, yeah, mid 20s Halloween party. How many of you are dressing up like gory, like axemen or ninjas? A ninja would actually be kind of cool. I was a ninja all the time when I was younger. But like, you're putting blood on your face? None of us. You're like, I'm going to put on like a taco outfit and be like, let's talk about it. Or um, you want to be funny and creative. So yeah, maybe I should start thinking about what I want to wear. I also don't even have a party to go to. I got to find some more fucking friends. Damn. What should I be? What should I be? Last year, I was Big Bird. Costumes right there. It was way too fucking big. I mean, it looked like I was just wearing uh, a yellow onesie. With stripes on the bottom. It was not a good costume. I wanted to be... Like, I wanted to do chicken and the egg with my buddy. And be like, which came first? And then each... Because we were doing a bar crawl... Uh, or an apartment crawl. Because it's in COVID. So we're like, let's just pick these. We're in our little bubble of 12 people. Um, fuck it. We were not doing COVID laws. Why are we even pretending now? Um, <laughs> But I was like, I think it'd be funny. Probably just to me and maybe you... But if we were chicken and the egg, and when we just went to apartment apartment, we just took turns going first into the apartment. Cause then cause no one really knows which came first, the chicken or the egg. And we just take turns, and then people are just like, you know, 50 50. Who knows? Real dumb, but like that's where my head goes. Um I want to be something funny and creative this year. Uh, but that's it. Ooh, um, quick poll. What's your favorite Halloween candy? I don't know what mine is. I think candy corn is perfectly rated, if I'm being honest with you. Candy corn is perfectly rated. i got to not talk about too much Halloween because I do have a Halloween idea coming up. Um, Candy corn is perfectly rated. Caramel apple suckers, those might be up there. Peeps can go fuck themselves. Um, I think it's more of an Easter thing, but you see peeps everywhere for every holiday, except maybe Christmas and Thanksgiving. And 4th of July. But yeah, peeps suck. Halloween candy, I hate. My mom puts a bowl out. I, just, I eat it. I mean, I had that peanut butter or peanut brownie. Suck it, you peanut allergy peeps. Um, okay, we'll wrap this up. I'm going to do awards. I haven't even thought of all the awards besides uh, most valuable, least valuable, and most fun between the two seasons I've had. And I think I'm going to get the most valuable. I know who the most valuable person is. We all know who the most valuable person is that has contributed to this-ish. That would be my mother. Um, I feel like I just had to put that one out there. Mom, I love you. But, okay, most valuable episode. Most viewed episode. Going to have to give it to you. Sam Walsh. Episode 21, season 2 episode. Yeah, season two episode. Um, Sam, you were the first video that eclipsed uh, ten thousand views on a TikTok, and I remember telling you. And I hate talking about this, like, cause, but it, it has helped tremendously. It, it the that episode. I honest with you, um, I almost canceled on you. I was so tired from that weekend. I had filmed two more prior that week. I'm like, dude, do we really need to do this? Like, can we just hang out? It was Sunday. I was like, I got up and I'm like forced to smoke a leg of lamb for my mom. I'm covered in shit. My voice sounds like this. But like, I never have a bad time with Sammy. And with that episode came the Miami story. And I think that's going to live with me for a long time. That story. I mean, I've already tried writing that into a bit. And I think I kind of did with his episode. And, um... But Sam was the first one. I'm like, hey man, like I got one video that on TikTok, I'm getting the most views on it. We're getting like six hundred people. I'm like, that's fucking great. I'm getting like 40 likes on an Instagram post and like 20 views on a video, 15, stuff like that. And I posted that story thinking nothing of it. I'm like, let's let's see if we can get to ten. Cause I'm like, dude, oh I checked him like that's as quick as we ever gotten to five hundred views and as we all know that's the best video that we've done we're approaching close to a million on it it's kind of cool um and he's the first youtube i mean he's got 1400 on youtube it's hard to do for me at least i don't i'm still learning all this the youtube stuff and it's great so definitely dude most valuable video that has come out of this season or anything i've done is that one it's fucking awesome And so I'm very appreciative. I'm very appreciative of everyone that has done this and everyone that has supported me during this, but this, it was fucking, that was fucking cool. It's weird. When you get one, the first time you get attention for something you're doing creatively, it's hard to put out, um, content. Oh, I wouldn't say it's hard to put out content. It's when you put out self-written content and stuff, you create yourself, like inevitably 90% of it is just not going to do well or it's just like stuff is going to fail. Stuff that you think is all – like every time you put stuff on, I'm like, I think this is going to do great. Um, like I hate when people are like, I just made these TikToks because I think they're fun. Bullshit. You think you made everything because you think – you think it's funny, which I think first and foremost is the most important part. But you put it out for the world to see. You wouldn't, If you think it's fun, you just keep it to yourself. But you clearly think everyone else is going to think it's fun. I'm like, ah, secretly in the back, you're like, I'm going to go big for this. Um, I get when people are like, I don't think I'm gonna go that big for this, and then something blows up, I'm like, holy shit, but everything in the back of your head, you're like, I put this out there, I'm like, I think a lot of people would like this more than just me, um, so yeah, but when you first start getting attention for something like that, I'm like, this is fucking uncomfortable, um, but it's also kind of cool, it's a nice little ego boost, uh, moving on, let's not be, uh, as sentimental and thankful, and let's, uh, let's roast some of my friends here, um. So part of the reason I want it, I don't just talk to my, by myself the whole time is I want to I, I'm using my friends for sure I think a lot of them have fun stories um, some more than others but I'm also using them for their networks as well I'm like hey you know be nice when you come on you tell someone that you did this I'm like okay and then I get their audience maybe I get like they got a hundred friends I get like five to ten that's better than the five to ten of mine okay so now I got 20. Then all of a sudden I got forty. It's nice. Um, so um the most let's do most naive I was about an episode, um, or biggest letdown in terms of what I thought was gonna blow up. However, I had so much fun doing this, so I don't fucking care. Is uh Corey, Dan, and Schmidt. I mean, we had some fucking golden moments on there. But when I put it out there, I'm like, hey guys, um, uh, I got three of you you could all just do like a post, tell somebody did it. And you know what I got back? Deleted social media, deleted social media. No longer have social media. I only have LinkedIn. I'm like, well, fuck me. Um, but yeah, thanks to Sam's video. Everyone else saw that one too, so that's kind of cool. Um, so yeah, that was the biggest letdown um, in terms of what I thought was going to do well. But I still had fun. And then f- least valuable player least, oh, no, it's, yeah, most valuable guest, least valuable guest, love this man to death, but uh, coming in at, let's say, if most valuable is 1400 just for, and we're just doing YouTube here now, if least valuable, let's go, most popular, Sammy, all the way at the end, now, I have done, I attempted to do a, uh, a different series called Trading Up, over Zoom, uh, during the pandemic, the beginning of it, and I thought this idea was fucking going, like, I'm gonna do this, and I'm gonna end up talking to, like, Shaq or someone, it was, like, it was a weird concept, um, and I still might do it, but, I made three videos for that, one of which was a trailer for it, that is shorter than this video, the solo episodes, and it, that has more views than this one, um, so, Coming in at dead last, John Fowser. Fuck you, John. Um, John, you have 33 views on your video. And you know what? Maybe it's just because it was a gloomy day. I remember the day very vividly. You thanked me for coming to the hot tub with you, um, which was hysterical. Um, and then we got drinks at a bar. It was a good day. Um, but yeah, man, least valuable guest. That's rude to say. You're not the least valuable guest. I love you, buddy. But um, yeah, your video tanked. It did not do well uh, hopefully people will watch it now, um, uh, because I had fun, I think that was one of the few episodes where we had producers, mock producers, I just had someone sit me on the camera, and we could talk to them as well, that was a good time, and then, uh, finally, the most fun I've had on an episode, I think that is so hard to narrow down, I, uh, most fun I've had on an episode, and I, and I don't care if I hurt people's feelings, I, Think, I'm not gonna say no. I don't know. I think you know. But this, put this way, you know who I would never fails. And I okay. I've only had Sam once. Sam will never fail. Sam's always a good time. I podcasted when I first started doing this. Um, obviously his episode did well. The hardest I have laughed, I think, in an episode though is Brad Lockman and Scott. Scott, I still not say your last name Bougieac. Um. The drive-by egging. The paranormal. I mean, go check that one out. It's fucking hysterical. Um, that and then anything Braxton does. I mean, he is the, I think, one of maybe three, four people in my life that could actually make me giggle, like straight-up fucking laugh for no reason other than he's in the room. Uh, so those are my awards. Sam Walsh, MVG. John Fowler, LVG, most entertaining, hardest laugh, Brad and Scott, the no social media boys, and this I think will conclude. You know the final solo episode. we're gonna we're gonna close out. Uh, I believe with Piper again. Piper's on season one. He's a good time, very good time. You, I guarantee you, I'm gonna be. Holy fuck, is that the biggest spider I've ever seen, or is that a cobweb? I hope to God that's a cobweb. Otherwise, that is a white spider, and it is fucking massive. It is the size of my foot. That's got to be a cobweb. Yeah, we're ending it now. I'm getting the fuck out of my garage. Good night.